Hi, and welcome to the Bountiful Podcast. I'm here today with Victoria Pleckenpole. And she is the uh, owner and CEO, she's the CEO of Oil with Without border, border, boundaries. Without boundaries. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I was boundaries. like, with boundaries, without boundaries. I was gonna get, see somewhere. I told you this is why I practice. I practice because I always like I get ahead of myself and I like one day I will master this. You're probably getting me confused with like doctor without borders. Yes, and I was like, no, is it with or without? We have no boundaries. No boundaries. So well, we should have boundaries. Like we're trying to have boundaries in this difficult time that we're living in right now. That's true. We're trying, we're trying very, very hard. So as I was, we were talking before we we aired today. Um, we were, I was just telling her that I'm, I'm an oiler. I love essential oils, and I was like, her company is like, I was like, yes, yes, I found a place where I can get new oils. I'm all about oil life. So can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, I could, I have so much I could share. So oh, I'm trying share to, like, away. So a little bit about my background. Yeah. Um, if I if I were to take us back a ways, when I was 21, I actually had a heart attack, and um, I had heart surgery and clearly survived it. Yes. Um, but that was that moment in my life where I realized that life was very fragile, and that we only had one life, and I wanted to live it. Yes. To the fullest, right? So that you know, I'm 21. So what do I know back then, right? But it is when I, um, I really became uh, involved in nutrition. I was a vegan, um, uh, became a fitness instructor back in the day, and really started just wanting to um, maximize my health. Yes. Because I knew that by maximizing my health, that was going to give me clarity of mind and I could fulfill the purpose that I was created for. Yes. Right. So I got really, that was, you know, sometimes I meet people and I'm like, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to people, but you need a little heart attack. (laughs) Wake up. So, um, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. I actually myself experienced having um, high blood pressure. That's what, what it took for me. Right. And so you're probably very intentional. Yes. About what you eat and exercising and sleep and things like that. And I think that a lot of people, um, kind of take the miracle of our human life for yes, granted. Yes, we do. You know? Yes. And I know that this particular season that we're living in uh, at the moment with COVID has helped a lot of people realize how Just fragile how it fragile really it is. is. Yes. Right? So fast forward, I, you know, I got married and I had two biological children. Um, my husband's in international business, so we've lived in six countries. Oh, wow. Um, I always say Amazing. my stats are uh, six countries, three kids, two cats, one marriage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that. Numbers. Look, I have to do the same thing. Look, that's a really cool thing. I, I might have yeah. to steal that one. <laughs> you may have it. You may have it. Um, so, what ended up, so I was always kind of the health nut of yes. the family, you yeah. know, it was like always kind of the granola girl and this and that. And my, my family kind of would roll their eyes like, oh, what is she into next? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I do practice a lot of um, natural biohacking is what I call it. Okay. So I, I believe firmly in earthing and having our feet actually touch the ground, um, forest bathing. I I uh, have an infrared therapy light and 
you know, if, especially if you can't get out into the sunshine for 20 minutes a day. Now, yes. I know that that's a, a debate where people think all sun is bad and oh, you know, no, some I people love lay in it all day. And there's this fine line. So yeah. 20 minutes a day is actually really healthy. More can start to have risk. Yes, less has risk. risk. Mm-hmm. Right? So I have a lot of biohacking. So I was always that person. But what was interesting is as we traveled and as the kids got older and I felt like I was doing everything in my power to live the healthiest life that we could, you know, there was still the, these issues that were, were coming up. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting really sick with uh, a thyroid issue and ended up losing my thyroid. That took me down a rabbit hole of why would I get sick? I wasn't overweight. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I eat. Like, why would I get sick? Well, it turns out the disease that I have is triggered by stress oh. and toxins, right? Well, who oh. doesn't have stress today and yes. toxins are everywhere, everywhere. right? Everywhere, everything. So, yeah, and so that really started me on this routine, this like rabbit trail of learning to read labels. Then my son uh, was having trouble focusing in school. So I'm sure that there's a lot of moms out there that have kids that have trouble focusing. Yes. You know, so we were going down that rabbit trail. And then I was trying to naturally uh, help him. So by changing his diet and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we adopted our our little girl. And she actually has a blood disorder um, called beta thalassemia. And, um, you know, so again, I was like, really God <laughs> I'm tired uh, you know it's kind of like and my older daughter who's my older daughter's actually now at Harvard getting oh, her nice. master's congratulations in mom thank you thank you that was no small feat no for anyone no um, she's at Harvard getting her master's in nutrition and sustainability and public policy but she had digestive issues all through high school now mm-hmm. if you saw a photo of my family we look healthy like a nice family you know we 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 look healthy we look happy but honestly i had no thyroid regan had uh digestive issues garrett had focus issues kaylin uh ken by the way is chinese so our family photo is gorgeous (laughs) it's this pop of beauty right in the middle um uh she is uh she's got the blood disorder right and so and then my husband says well he's just holding it all together right (laughs) So, (laughs) so i was like why are we kind of you know, we're, we're, we were we were being intentional. We were doing the best that we could, things like that. But it's what I learned on my journey was that I was kind of reading the outer label. Okay. You know, so this was eco-friendly and this was green cleaning and this was this and all of these things. And we were still struggling. Then a friend introduced me to, to um, actually doTERRA. And I will be honest, I was like, you don't understand. I'm sure your oils smell good, but I've got issues. <laughs> like, I got, like, my little one is sick. Yes. Um, and my little one, um, she would catch a cold and be in the hospital four or five times a year. Oh, wow. And That's she actually lost her hearing moderately in both ears because of an overdose of antibiotics. Um when she was three she's now 10 and you know so I I mean I can't stress enough to all of you who are listening 
you know, I was trying so hard to be the, a good mom, right? Yes. And to, to prepare healthy meals and to yes. clean my house with toxin-free cleaners mm-hmm. and to, like, and I was Everything. on eggshells, yes. right? All, oh, like, yeah. we're trying so hard and yeah. it's still just not quite working. And so when my friend introduced me to doTERRA, I was, like, not interested and I said, uh, but he gave me a little box and some brochures. And I was on the subway home. I was in China at the time. And I was on the subway home and I was looking at it. And I thought, what if these actually do what they say? You know? Mm-hmm. And um, I went home and I started doing research. Now, let's be honest. When you do research, you can find dirt on Mother Teresa. Right? Yes, so this you can. Is, this the is, internet has everything. Internet's got the good, the bad, the ugly, the true, the false, whatever. Everything. So it's kind of hard. And I was not about to put oils on my daughter. Yes. If I didn't know mm-hmm. that they weren't going to hurt her, you know. Mm-hmm. And so about six six weeks of doing some research, and she caught a cold. And so I was like, I had that little box, and I put some oils on her. It was a Sunday, so the international clinics were closed. Close. You. You've lived in Japan, yes. so you probably had international clinics. Um, and I remember telling my husband, we're going to have to go to the clinic tomorrow. And, you know, and then I remember thinking, I've lost my mind because I'm rubbing oils all over my daughter. Mm-hmm. But she woke up the next day, and it was the first time she had fought the cold and won. And won. Right? So she was, she, it's been five years she hasn't gone to the gone to the hospital I, I give you all this background yes. not to mm-hmm. not to get you hooked on oils I give you this background because I need you to understand that moms are powerful yes we are yes, right? we, are. we are not to be messed with mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. I I often think of like the Proverbs 31 woman, woman right yep. like we do it all we do it all <laughs> we do it all some. <laughs> we may not be doing it all in the same day but throughout the seasons of our life yes. we do it all we do it all and so when I had this kind of health experience with Kaylin and then you know then I kind of my husband says I entered my mad scientist mode <laughs> right because then I was like researching everything yes. And I started playing with the oils, and then I got more oils, and I, I actually became a certified aromatherapist because I wanted to understand why was why this working? working, how was this working. Um, if you're listening, the grade of oil matters. It you know, does. If you it buy does. something synthetic at Walmart, it's not going to have the same results. Just you know, yeah. check your check your stuff. But what I want to talk about today, really, yes. is that I decided in that moment. To own my life. Yes. Right? And so O-Y-L, oil, oil without boundaries. Own your life without boundaries. We have the ability to impact not just our families, but our our communities, yes. our world, our if world. we want to. Yeah. Right? We just have to make that decision. So I remember thinking to myself, Every mother needs to know about this, number one. I was like, every mom, dad, auntie, whatever, grandma needs to understand that there is a, we, there is this first line of defense that we can go to. We do not have to just default to what they tell us to do, right? They tell us, oh, when your kid gets a little ear infection, you have, you need to take them to the doctor and get on antibiotics, 
Well, no. I mean, there's a time and a place for them. I'm not one of those oh, yes, people there that are. like there's a definite bad, bad time. all the time. But no. for any, you know, my daughter broke her arm. I took her to the doctor. I did yes. pour oils on it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta, let's be reasonable. You have to be reason. You have to use <laughs> yes, reason. Let's, yes, let's be smart. Yes. God gave us a brain. Yes, he um, But there are things that we can do intentionally to be preventative and proactive. Yes. And so some of the things I started doing was I pitched all of the cleaning products in my house, even the ones that said they were green, mm-hmm. the ones that said that they were eco, eco-friendly and mm-hmm. all of these things, when you turn that bottle around and read the ingredients, yeah. it is not the same thing no. at all. It's called green washing, yes. where they put the label on the front that makes it look like it's healthy and safe mm-hmm. and good for the planet, and the reality is it's not. So I started making my own cleaning products right? Mm -hmm. So I have glass jars and I take baking soda, vinegar, and essential oils. And I clean my entire house 100% toxin free. And by the way, I'm not throwing plastic away. Yes, I'm using the same little glass jar for my I I have a little soft scrub recipe, the same jar for five years. Yes. Right. So not only does that impact my family, that we have this toxin-free cleaning, no chemicals in our house, but it's impacting the planet because I'm not throwing plastics away. Then I realized that this could be, well, in doTERRA, they have this compensation plan. I, by the way, you know, I believe that network marketing is, when it is done right, is the most incredible business opportunity, in particular for women, because we can do it from home, Yes. It's again, it falls right into that Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm home with my kids. I tell people all the time, I built my empire between bus stop trips. Yes. That's awesome. You know, I would take Kaylin down to the bus at 7:30. She'd go to school. I'd pick her up at 3:30. I'd stop working, but I, I worked during mm-hmm. bus stop trips. And so I love that about, about owning your life and yes. creating a schedule and a business and an income and a, that's, that can be balanced. Yes. Right. Balanced. So when I looked at the Do, at doTERRA as a business, I loved the oils. I loved that what I was doing was simply helping people. Right? Yes. If you had physical challenges that I could, could help you with, if you had emotional challenges that I could help you with, um, and then financial challenges that I could help okay, you with. Yeah. So I felt like this was a way where I could offer people to really take really personal responsibility. Oh, yeah. If you're not happy with your health, if you don't have energy, if you're not clear minded, if you got yeah. aches and pains or whatever it is, you need to do something yes. about that. You don't have to do something. It. You have yeah, to don't do just something. accept that. God, yes. I don't think that people understand what we're supposed to feel like. Mm, you know, that's true. good health is our natural state. Yes, it is. I've, that is that is how we should be feeling, and we are not going to have the impact on the planet that we were created to have if we're sick and tired. Yeah, we're not going to be able to fulfill the purpose that we were created yeah. for. That's so, true. so I started getting everybody around me healthier and happier. <laughs> yes, generally. And then what was really exciting was I had this dream um, to help 
pay for adoptions. So when I first moved to China 16 years ago, you know, a friend invited me to go, oh, we go to the orphanage every Thursday. Do you want to come? And it was such a flippant little invite that I could have said no to, right? But I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that sounds interesting. Okay. So I go, and I can't not see that. Yeah. Right. Once you see it, once you once see you it, know, you can't. Once you know, yes. Like once I didn't you know. know this yesterday, but, but now today I know. I know. What yeah. am I going to do about it? Right. So that was 16 years ago, and we and, and we did a lot of things in that in that process. Um, there's a great singer you may know him, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I look. I'm not familiar, but I'm not great with names either. So okay. I probably know. But if I, I'm yeah, a face he's, person. He's a, he's a Christian artist. Yes, I'm and a, he's got a couple orphanages in China. And oh, okay. He's adopted, and so nice. we brought him over to do concerts, and you know, uh, lots of great things that we can do. And I felt like I, I mean, my husband and I, uh, helped start an organization called uh, the Shanghai Healing Home, which was oh, a, wow. a cleft palate house, and getting the babies adopted after that. And so it was in my heart this whole time. But then when I realized that I had this business opportunity that was solely based on the amount of money I make is directly linked to the number of people I help. Right? That I was that's, like, yeah, that's, that's a cool business. That is a I cool like business. that. Right? My success is based on if you're successful or whatever, something, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And then I started creating this income, and then I realized I could set up this foundation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been a, a very long journey, right? Yes. It's been a very long journey of getting to um, this place where I'm able to realize my dreams, and that is uh, a foundation that uh, is called Adopterra, and uh, currently oh. trying to help pay for um, people who want to adopt because adoption generally is about $30,000. So here we have all of these beautiful, precious children, children who need a family. Who need them. Yes. And then we have these amazing couples or people that want to adopt. And then there's this $30,000 gap yeah. that blocks a lot of people. Yes. So, um, so I just want to encourage you and encourage your listeners yes. that go for crazy, right? Dream big. You have the power within you to make whatever the change is for you, right? Like, what are you passionate about? I'm clearly passionate about good health. You are. Like, because, yes. well, because of the journey that I've been, been on, on. Yeah. right? I mean... Like starting from that that first moment of, of having that heart attack, which was just like this defining moment in my life, it just changes everything. And, and all of these weird health issues that through and and I want to be clear, the oils support and help a lot. But you have to mind your diet. You yes. have to exercise. You need to be outside a little bit. Yes. You know, there's there's a holistic package to it. I always say you can't. Well, I don't want to diss anybody but you can't put um oils on a big hamburger no and you expect can't. a big change no you right? sure can't <laughs> yeah so you gotta be you gotta be wise but what is stirring in your heart what what has been put into your heart that is your calling yeah. right we all have 
something that is going to make us light up. And it's light up with passion or light up even with maybe a righteous anger, like the injustice or um, the unfairness. But what is that thing? Yeah. And then how do you, this is going to sound a little crazy, but how do you monetize that mm-hmm. so that you can cre- have an impact for that cause? So let's talk about that. So you, okay. you got to a point where I'm like, okay, I can dive into this. So because I think that people think monetizing their passion is wrong. And I think mm-hmm. that they don't understand the power of the dollar. They think the dollar is about getting wealthy and having um, to show off. But really, you can monetize your passion for social impact, just as you've done with your companies. Exactly. Exactly. And that is such a a very important point. Money in and of itself isn't evil. Money is just a tool. It's a tool. It's what you do with money that can be good or evil. Yes. Right? So. Mm -hmm that it's the the money is actually pretty neutral yes and it's just a tool for commerce but it's what you do what you do with it so i think that's that's one thing i was like oh i i that's a great point monetizing you have to monetize it and the reality is to feed the hungry money's got to come from somewhere yes to buy the food it does right and i really feel like there are different people called to different things there are people who are going to, to have an ability to have income to pay. And there are people who are called to be the feet on the street, as I always yes. like to say. you know, Boots on the ground. Uh, we're very involved with an organization called um, Compassion International. And, you know, there's the CEO of Compassion who sits at the office and, and deals with a lot of logistics yes. and stuff. But then there are the people who are in Nepal or in Uganda or in wherever that are running those small little local offices and that are actually eyeball to eyeball with those children. That's true. And so so we need everybody along the supply chain. Because you have you have to have a team. The team has everyone from the, the, the top with the vision down has to know the vision and the vision. To, in order for the vision to succeed, in order for right. the social impact to happen. Exactly. And so if I was a business owner, because we're um, business women, how would, if like, so like I have a business, I, I know what my cause is, but a lot of them are afraid to go to different companies. How would you vet a company that you say, okay, this is my business and this is a, a company or social impact that I want to support? How would you vet a company? Because I think a lot of people are afraid because they think their dollars are not going to the right places. Right. And there sadly are organizations where the dollars aren't going. So you need to just boss up. <laughs> I like it because like that's the title of your book. That's actually the book. That's yes, actually the book. We'll get there. We'll with get Tam. there. Yes, that's so the book. Women Who Boss Up. Women Who but Boss you know Up. Yes. Yeah, Women Who Boss Up. It's coming out in August. August. Yep. Um, and I'm one of the one of a, a group of women who've come together to collaborate on this book. We've all done different things in different ways, and it's just what I'm hoping that platform is to inspire women in all different areas of life. Yes, that they can make a difference. Yes, we can. It gets never too late. No, it it's not. Never too late to to step into your greatness. But back to your question on yeah. how do you vet a company? Call and ask to see the financial records. When my husband and my uh, oldest daughter went to um, Uganda 
because we've been supporting a family there that's actually become our family. We yeah. Just, they're out of the whole system and grown up and, but they've, they've, they've started their own, uh, NGO now in Uganda. So it's, it's lovely. This is wonderful. Paying it forward. Paying it forward. Um, but when David went to the office, my husband went to the local office. He asked to see their books. Yeah. Right now there is this politeness that has been bred into us of, well, that's kind of rude. No, it's not. It's not. If you're thinking about giving your money to somebody, you have every right to see the books. Yes. Right? And they, I, I would just, you know, props to Compassion. They showed my husband everything. We saw yeah. every dollar we had sent to that office and where it went. It oh, that's awesome. wonderful. Yeah, they were very, very um, transparent. Um, but I think that we need to, to empower ourselves, you know, and... I do not like when, when women say, well, I'm just a mom. Do you know how oh. hard it is to oh be a mom? My I, I, oh, my gosh. Yes. We are cooks. We are cleaners. We are doctors and nurses. And that is like it's We're 24 hardest, hours, seven days a week, thing, 365 right? so days. Think, but for some reason, we feel like we're not um, worthy to ask a corporation for something because yeah. we're just moms. We're just moms. Ah! Ah. Ha. I'm asking. Do you know, who was it? Was it Madeline Albright who was the uh, – the uh, Prime Minister of England. Oh, yes, yeah, she, she was. She was just a mom. She was just a mom. That's a great movie, by the way, Iron yes. Lady with Meryl Streep. Because she talks about, you know, if a mom can do a household budget, she can do the budget of England. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's true. Um, but so to vet a company is you have every right to know. Mm-hmm. And you need to just ask. And if they're not transparent and they don't give it to you, then walk away and go yes. find another organization. Yes, because I feel I feel like that is a way as business owners that we can give back. We can you can I don't always have to um, create the nonprofit or create the social impact. I can contribute to one, Absolutely. and that is and and that is enough. Because I think people think, oh, I have to. That is sometimes enough because your dollars are helping a nonprofit fulfill their mission, and they need that. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I always. Say, you know, we all have time, talent, or treasure to give, Mm -hmm. right? So some people who maybe don't have the finances to give, they might have a talent that they can give um, or or time, right? So I was not, just to be really raw here, um, Mm -hmm. I went to the orphanage and I went home and I cried myself to sleep. And I I was like, really, God, like, what am I supposed to like? This problem is so much bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Right. And my personality is such that I need to go fix this. (laughs) (laughs) Like like this problem, I got to fix it. it. So my, my personality was more to start fundraising Mm -hmm. and, and get an awareness out of the problem and you know that but there were other women in my community that their response was to go every day and hold those children oh yes because they need it they need the physical both both are needed yes right so don't don't i always say that comparison is the the thief thief of of all joy joy. yes it is i say it all the time and so if you compare yourself to uh, like the woman who's holding the baby, yeah. she might look at me and think, oh, I'm not doing as much as Victoria. She's like raising all the money and blah, 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 blah. 
but she has no idea that I'm looking at her, her. Yeah. and I'm thinking, what a beautiful woman that she can just sacrifice her time Fine. to just hold that precious child, yes. right? They're both equally, so don't compare because no. both are equally, equally. valuable. Yes. And then there's the people that have talent, right? So we had women in our, my community that were going, they were painting murals oh. on the walls of the, of the bedrooms in the yeah. orphanage, you know? So important for those children to wake up and have a happy, happy place painting, and space, right? Yes. So you know that this is such a. I mean, this is we're all created to be a different part of the body. Yes, we are. Right, and are. so that's going to be what fires you up, though. Yeah. Right. I know we're talking a lot about orphan care because that happens to be my thing. It doesn't yeah. need to be your. Thing. But it doesn't have to be your thing. But I think the same. Um, passion and the same principles would apply to another any other exactly. social impact that you would you are um, passionate about yeah exactly so if you're passionate about literacy mm-hmm. in your neighborhood it, yes like what then what do you feel like doing about that yeah. do you feel mm-hmm. like going out and getting book donations yes or do you feel like being the one to sit and read to the children both are equally important, important. yes but which one fires you up? Which yeah. one is going to get you out of bed in the morning? Because there has right? to be. So I had, so we, um, I firmly believe in that. You can probably attest. There has to be a difference between your work and your job. Because your, mm-hmm. your job is something that when you have a job, it's something that you can quit and pick up. And, you know, it changes. But your work, your life work is a continuation. It keeps going on because it's the passion that lies. It's the work that God gave you to do on the earth. It's and a calling. It's a calling. Yeah, you can't not do it. No. Because you wouldn't feel fulfilled. And if you don't feel like you have found what that is yet, you know, figure it out. Yeah. There's there's lots of like there's things you can do like um tests on the gifts of the spirit and things yeah. like that or there's one way mm-hmm. to go. You can um look at different things. Yes. You know, think Evaluate. about a time in your life that you got really excited about something or really angry about something right that's usually a a a spike in emotion is typically something that's going to fire you up and it could be like i said a good spike or what seems to be a negative spike Mm -hmm. but there's been tons of good done in the world because of um a a righteous anger against something social injustice for example so if that fires you up, then then figure it out. And then if you need money, like if you need to have a job, right, to do this, try to find a job or a business opportunity that is going to have an impact on that thing. Yes. Right? Because it would be really hard to sit in a beige cube all day for 40 years or more, yeah. 40 hours a week for 40 years to, and you come out of that broke and not feel like you had an impact. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for me choosing to build the doTERRA business, it actually married my passion for health mm-hmm. and has allowed me to have a platform and an impact for my passion for orphan care yes right yeah that's so how do you figure that out so if you're passionate about the environment then you should be working for a a, a company that is 
pro the environment. You know? Yes. My daughter was offered a job when she got out of her undergrad uh, for a um, a marketing company, and two of their top clients was um, the milk industry and a vodka company. Oh. And she she's a vegan, so she doesn't do she's dairy. Female, dairy. No. Doesn't believe in it. No. And she doesn't drink. So she was like, I really can't. Like, it would be so out of alignment yes, it would. for her to have accepted that position. It was a great offer. Of course. Yes, they always like, are. Awesome job. But she couldn't. It would It would have been so incongruent with her soul yeah. that she would have been unhappy no matter what they paid her. Yes. And so what I want to encourage you is to find that thing that is in alignment with your soul yeah. because then you're your job will become your work. work. Yes. You said that so perfectly. Mm-hmm. It be, it's your calling and it doesn't even feel like you're working. Work. Yes. Because you're excited to get up in the morning and to go have impact. Yes. That is right? true. That is, and, and that's how I feel like as um, business owners it should be. As women, yeah. it, we should, it definitely should be, especially because we're juggling so much. That's one area that I'm like, God, I need to be passionate about this because I have, I have all these other roles I have to play. And so you talked about um, how your business is pivoting during this time. You said you had to pivot during this time and then bring your team along. So what, was, what did that look like for you guys? Because a lot of entrepreneurs right now, we're, we're pivoting. Right. We're definitely pivoting. And so pivoting. my message to my team has been, don't panic, pivot. Yes. Right? So our particular, um, um, the way that we, we would normally work would be to, uh, we have educational classes, right? We will go teach classes either in people's homes or in clinics or, you know, wherever, community Mm -hmm. centers, whatever, and we do educational classes. Well, all of a sudden, we can't be, you know, face-to-face person anymore. And so I just very quickly said, okay, we have to bring everything online. Yep. And a lot of companies are doing this, right? This is, they are. Yep. you know, this Everyone's is online now. a lot of, and I was, I'm just going to say, you know, a lot of people are panicking and yeah. they're saying, oh, online is so hard. It's so complicated. It's so, so much money or it's so this or it's so that. And I want to say to you, um, if you tell yourself it's really hard, it will be really, really hard. hard. Yes. Right. It's, I you mean, have what you just, say. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you think about comes about. My yep. grandma taught me that. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I came back to to Colorado, and we were just, you know, feet firmly planted in midair. It was like, yeah. like this is life in a free fall. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. We didn't have any idea how long this. Yeah. Like none of us did, right? No. And um, after the first week, I remember thinking, I got to figure this out. Right? Yeah, I think everybody was. I can either sit here and watch the news and become traumatized and have my business just fade out, or we can pivot. Pivot. Right? And so whatever that is for you, so with with myself, I was like, okay. And now there's a lot of people in doTERRA or in these other types of companies that are already online. Yes, right? they've this always, always like put online. Or anything. Yeah. But for me personally, I'm in my 50s. Um, that was not my natural. Well, you don't look it. Well, thank you. I don't feel it either because I'm very intentional about what I eat and my oils yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I actually feel better 
now than I felt then, 20 years ago, which yeah. is a good thing. See, it's amazing never thing. too late. It is never too late, people, to feel better. Um, but yeah, so I remember just thinking, okay, I need a website. And by the way, it is not just a website. It is so much more, yeah. just so you know. But I just decided I'm going to, instead of the hours that I would have taken teaching classes or going out and meeting people or doing the in-the-flesh things that I used to do, yeah. I'm going to take those hours and I'm going to learn this, yeah. That's, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to change my mindset Oh yeah. of not saying this isn't, that's for the younger generation, well, my daughter's an Instagram influencer, not me. That's, you know, that's for them. I do it. Th yeah, I had to say, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. If I keep telling myself that, then that is going to be my story. Yeah. So my story became, I had to rewrite my story. And that's okay. I think that's, and that's okay. And that is okay. Right? If you don't like your story, guess who the author is? <laughs> you are. You are the author of your story. You can actually create your future by the things you do today, yes. right? I was just talking to somebody else this morning, and I was saying, I, she was telling me about something, and I said, that person is letting life happen to her. She's not controlling um, her life. life. Yes. You know, she was just sitting there being the victim of all these circumstances that kept yeah. coming at her, and she was just taking it. It's, and and it's, I was like, she needs to own her life. You have to own your life because you have it's to not own your life. life will own you. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> I I did the pivot and I um, that's wonderful. Figured out a website and yes. I figured out funnels and autoresponders and yes. opt-ins and there's all these things. There's that lots go of around things going online. It just looks like a nice website when you click on it, but you have a beautiful website, oh, by the thank way. Thank you. Yes, and I, yes. I look at websites now with so much more honor and respect. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she put a lot of work into this. Yes, it, it does take a lot of work, and I think that's what people have to understand. It is work. It truly it is. is. It is work, and you're not just working on websites. You're working on your business, and you're also, um, for a lot of us, we were homeschooling, and some mm -hmm. still are. I'm done currently. <gasps> oh, we had our last day yesterday. It was a... Oh. What a celebration. It was, but you know, like I told my son, uh, we're still doing schoolwork because at the end of the day, I don't, he's not sit, he's been sitting since March. There's no way he's sitting the whole summer not doing schoolwork. This is not happening. So listen, Kaylin's been out of school since January. Oh, wow. That's because awesome. we were out of school in China. China. Then came here and she's... Out of school. Yeah. And I got to be honest, you know, I run a multi-million dollar business, but you do. fourth grade math is taking me down. <laughs> <laughs> third grade, I'm like, what like, is this math? Yes, third grade math. See, I'm really great at math. It's not the math that takes me down. It's the new methods that they use that take it's me down. It's the new method of because math. Because I'm yes. really yes. great at math. It's just the, no, mom, you have to do it this way. And I'm like, why? It's like two extra steps for no reason. <laughs> So, and I actually, yeah. uh, you know, just in all transparency, I think a month into the homeschooling, I called my daughter's teacher and said, I've expelled her. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. She's expelled. <laughs> She's out. We're out. <laughs> then I let her back in. And then I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh yes, my goodness. but I always say, you know, I that's I've learned to have lots of grace. And I'm very patient person. So that part was kind of easy. It was just trying to have grace for him because 
his environment has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that a lot of parents have a hard time with because they Well, have be- you heard the new term? So you know no. that there's like um, the older generation are called the baby boomers? Yes. And this generation is called the baby zoomers. Oh, the baby zoomers. The baby zoomers. That's and, you know, so I was, cute. I love I that. I was laughing because my daughter does uh, Zoom classes. On Mine Zoom. does too. Yeah. She connects with her friends now on, on Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. She goes to Sunday school on, on Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. She does um, our family calls on Saturday afternoon and it's on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, she is a baby, baby zoomer. zoomer. Yes, they She's are. She's living baby. her whole life on Zoom, which is really yes odd. we're doing birthday parties on zoom <laughs> like it's on zoom, yes right? baby zoomers i like that yeah That's yeah gonna so stick. just an interesting but you know what this is this is our current reality it is and we need to look at it and say how do i how do i optimize this yes right because whatever it is that you're called to do is still happening the babies around the world are still in the orphanage. They are. Right? Yes. There's families who are still aching to have a child. They are. There are, um, you know, kids still needing tutoring. There are kids still needing to learn how to read. Yes. There are all of these issues, these social issues, issues. that we can think about Children that, that fire us up. They're still happening. Yeah. So this has not been a break to yeah. say, you know, Oh, COVID's happening, so we all can just stop caring. No. Not at all. Not at all. This is when we actually need have to, to figure care out more. how do we care more. Yes. Right? And even though I know for so many people, I mean, I've watched my friends lose their businesses because they had kind of brick-and-mortar businesses, restaurants. Yes. Restaurants um, and My friend does small eyelashes. Business, eyelashes. Know, and, and you have to kind nails. of be with the person to do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nails. Like everybody's got their whole natural nails going on now. Yes. We had a joke. We had a joke that a lot of the blondes were going extinct. <laughs> I'm blonde. For those oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it was. Well, I was laughing. <laughs> She's blonde. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it's not even it, just. It's just. This is what it is. And yes. so how do we? How do we pivot? Yes, we have how to we, pivot. How do we leverage this and make it? Make it. You know, beauty from the ashes. ashes. Yes. Right? So we, we, there's just, don't be the victim. No. Even though we're all kind of having really hard things thrown yeah. at us, right? And I think. Really hard things. And I want people to know they're not alone. Because I think one thing that I can say during this time, no matter who I've talked to, whether you're a multimillionaire business owner or you're a small business owner, you're just starting out, everybody is having the same issues everybody's trying to do the same things. They're trying to pivot. They're trying to put their businesses online. They're trying to figure out what the new um, vision for their business is going to look like. Because a lot of people who, like you said, lost their brick and mortar business now are trying to say, okay, well, I don't want to do this business, but maybe I can do my business online. And what that looks like. So I think for me, the, 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 the thing that weaves us together like a like a quilt is that mm-hmm. we're all go- in it together. We're all going mm-hmm. through the same thing. So if you're listening and you're a new business owner and you think I'm having the hard time, it's just me because I don't have the money, all business owners are having a yeah. hard time. Yeah, and all. you're so right to say community and we feel so isolated right yes, now because of all do. the social distancing, but use 
the internet please is use powerful. the internet. It is. And, you know, I was talking to another friend and I was saying, you know, um, Google it. Right? <laughs> yes, Google, Google it. it. Like, whatever it is that you're trying. Like, if you yes. had a business and you're, like, sitting home scratching your head thinking, how do I, how do I pivot this? Yes. Google. Google it. There are other people just like you in other places of the world who are yes. asking the same questions. And you guys can come together yes. and become a little think tank and figure it out. Yes. And, you know, in 2008, we had another, you know, economic crisis. We did. And do you know some of the most incredible businesses started that year? Yes. Airbnb. Airbnb. That, that came out of an economic crisis. It did. Uh, Uber. Uber. Uh, what's it? What's the the food one? I can't think of the food one. The DoorDash. They, DoorDash or one of the food ones that delivers um takeout food came out yeah. at that time too. Yeah, they all came out of an economic crisis, and now they're all huge successful yes, businesses. They are. Right? They are. So uh, there was yeah. another one called Couch Surfing or something. Oh, uh, I. Yeah, I personally don't want to I lived, I lived out of this country, too, so that's another reason why I'm like, I think that... Well, no, actually, 2008, I was here. No, 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 I was here. Yeah, I, I was gone, but, I was, but, it's, but it's, it's interesting. Yes. You know, to... You know, and it's not that... It sounds bad to say be opportunistic in this crisis. But there's but so many opportunities. For good. But there's so many opportunities. I, I have networked. I've met wonderful people like yourself yeah. during this time. Who live all over the country. It's not like I'm in Florida and you're in Colorado. I've met people in California. I've yeah. Skype called with people in Texas. It's just been one, women, beautiful women, one after the not, another that I would have never met had this not happened. Right. I would have never. Right. And I love what you're doing because what you're doing is you are just spewing encouragement. Yes, go for it. Out <laughs> into the world to, to uplift and inspire. Yes. And, and so what you're doing is having a massive impact, right? Yes, I, and- I pray it does. Because I really, I really, so that's my passion. My passion actually is women business owners and women just in general, because that's my ministry. Our Bountiful Grace um, ministry is about women. And so I just have a heart for women. And so that is why I, I did it because I saw the problem that I wasn't feeling encouraged in any area. I was like, oh, I'm kind of like, no one's really like, helping me through and it wasn't at the time I could google it so it's like I want to be the business owner that's helping other young business owners come up and I want to be able to network with women like you who are trying to impact people and just need another platform to do it on because I would have never known about this had we not had this conversation right and I think it's It's amazing so important and all the people who are listening yes are going to be impacted to yes my prayer is that you are all inspired Yes. To get up and do whatever lights you up. Yes. Whatever that may be. And there's room at the table for everybody. Everybody can, whatever your passion. Don't think, oh, there's tons of uh, boutiques or there's tons of this. People already doing that. If someone's already doing that, there's always going to be someone doing it. But because you're unique, no one's doing it the way you do it because you are. Exactly. And the world needs you. You, yes. You know? Oh it's, gosh, it's this has been perfect. such a wonderful time, Victoria. I'm so happy to have met you. 
Well, I'm thrilled to have met you as well, and I'm going to send some other rock star women I know your way. Oh, yes, I would love... Their messages would align with you as well. Yes, I would love to have them. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next Bountiful Race podcast. Thank you for in the night. And people can find me... Oh, yes, oh, no. ...more about my story yes. Yes. on oilwithoutboundaries.com, and it's O-Y-L withoutboundaries.com and the OIL is own your life Life. and it will be posted as well I always post I always post all the links for my 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 I'm gonna be be scouring your website more often because it's just beautiful and I love your heart and I love what you do thank you so much so we'll see you next time everyone